Hello, beautiful. Happy Thursday. I'm so glad that you're here back on the Set Free Sisterhood podcast. Have you heard that I run a six-week group coaching program that helps you create new routines and reignite your faith and really help you walk through what it looks like in reducing your drinking or potentially choosing down the road that you might not want alcohol in your life at all? Well, I used to call it the Stop Drinking Boot Camp, and I just had heard a couple of little birdies told me, and a lot of it is just really my intuition. I believe that there's a lot of you out there that the idea of stopping completely is quite intimidating, although you also have a huge awareness around like, oh, I don't know about this moderation thing. I've maybe tried it or I've gone like, let me just drink on the weekends and things like that. So here's what this is. This is a six-week program that I'm just going to call Get Control of Your Drinking Boot Camp, okay? Mainly because whatever it is that you desire and whatever that you want to envision for your future is how you get to bring this to the inside of this training. It is applicable to you if you're someone who just says, hey, I really just do want to cut back. This is something I see myself where, you know, I'd like to drink at weddings, holidays, things like that. Most of us go into it thinking that way anyway. And I want you to know that there's freedom in that. You're not required to say, I'm stopping right now. There's no big final end of prize, you know, end of boot camp prize that says, hey, you're the winner because you didn't drink the most, you know, whatever. This is your journey, but we really take week by week and I give you clear training on the path that I took that others have taken to really see what it is that drinking has become in your life to get to a place where you understand you have a relationship with it and how to design your your relationship in a different way to really go into like when you do begin to make these shifts and changes well how do i you know self-soothe and how do i calm myself and what does this look like when my body and these chemicals are kind of doing things you know how do i how do i relax how do i move forward how do i set boundaries and have conversations with loved ones How do I really walk this thing out? This is what this program is. And I am doing it again in June. So this is April that this is coming out. You have plenty of time to prepare for it. It is um, very affordable, especially if you're reducing your drinking a lot or even a little, or if you go completely, I mean, that's going to pay for it. That's where I was, just so you know. I, I priced this so that it's something where even where I was drinking, I would have had probably money left over. Okay. Just to put it out there. And there's payment plans available. So if you want to know about it now, what I want you to do is email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com and let's have a conversation. Let's connect and see if this is a good fit for you. So today I'm going to be talking about this process that we we do as women, especially where we're ruminating and we're overthinking about all the things that we need to do, we have to do, and future future casting where we're there and not here. And I hope that this is going to help you to kind of rein that in. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of overdrinking, even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing. Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. 
girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, first I want to read a quote for, for you. So I went to recently our downtown location in Greenville, South Carolina. If you've ever heard of that town, shh, don't tell anyone because apparently many, 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 many people have been hearing about our town and have moved in. And so we are gotten really crowded when it used to be kind of a small town. I grew up here. I'm born and raised in this area. I love it. I think my dad told me recently the stats last year were the year of 2021 was in the city of Greenville or like the um, the town or the area of Greenville, I don't know, the upstate, 80,000 new people moved in. What? That's insane. I was like, say that again? It's crazy. But I can tell the streets are busy and the schools are growing and all that good stuff. But it is a beautiful place, so I understand. So anyway, there's this cool little antique place downtown I think it was called like antique and modern. It was like a mixture of things. So I was just kind of digging through and I found this table that had all these like quote cards on it. And I, I'm a sucker for that. Like I love things like that that I can really relate to. So I stood there about 20 minutes just, just kind of filtering through and picking up these quotes. And I found one that I really liked because it reminded me too of what the Bible says about worry and how, you know, we got enough worry today, ladies. Let's not take on tomorrow's worry today because it's going to have enough on, on its own tomorrow, right? So it's some, similar to that, but I really like this this version from this person. Um, Corey Ten Boom actually is who wrote this. Worrying is carrying tomorrow's load with today's strength, carrying two days at once. It is moving into tomorrow ahead of time. Worrying doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. And I love that because that's so true. If we've got our daily strength, our daily wisdom, our daily dose of what we, our mercy, grace, like all these things, the strength that we can handle today. If we're trying to take on tomorrow and the next day and the next day and even bigger in the future, like how are we, how are we going to do that? Because we're not where we are today. So, and another version I've heard from my mentor he has said, um, it's basically like you're borrowing tomorrow's suffering, <laughs> which was simply what this also said about the sorrow. So like, why are we doing that? So why does this matter? Why am I having this conversation with you? Because I have found myself recently in a lot of future thinking. So if you're like me and you have, whether you have little kids, medium kids, big kids, whatever, there's a lot happening. This is April. We're coming towards that final stretch after spring break, end of the year. So there's stuff like proms, 
banquets. We've got spring concerts, band concerts, orchestra concerts. We're planning for graduation. There's summer camps. What are we going to do with our kids this summer? Are we going on vacation? Where are we going? Anything future, like I don't want to miss this awards day, like all that craziness that happens to us in May. And of course, I've always joked, like, why the heck they throw Mother's Day in the middle of May, the craziest season there is. Like, we should get July or something. Like, give us a big blow-up party, too, right? Of, like, I always think 4th of July. Let's just celebrate moms there, right? But what happens is, what we can do is we can get so consumed with the overthinking and the future planning that we're not even where we are now. And what I've noticed in my life is that when I do that, it causes stress. It causes me to feel a sense of overwhelm. My brain um, clarity is not clear because it's spinning and spinning and I'm ruminating and I'm trying to control and I'm kind of trying to navigate everything around it. And I could be thinking about something that's literally a month away. Like my oldest graduates May 19th. That's like a month from now. I could just be spinning and spinning and getting all the details. And there's lots of things that I need to have done. But that's my point is if I'm constantly thinking about these things, I'm not here. And a lot of the conversation that I've had with you and I've had with myself is I want to be more present. I want to be grounded. I want to be in the moment with my family. I want to enjoy my life, be in these experiences. And what I'm finding is I'm drinking because I'm stressed out and I'm overwhelmed and I'm choosing to overdrink or overeat or I'm numbing out on all these other things. And that's coping and we're not present. So if we desire to be more present, then we must create a system that will work for us. What does that look like for you? For me, I have found that if I write everything down, I get a good idea of everything that's like coming up in my brain. I've talked to you before about brain dumping. Pour it out on paper. List everything that you know that's coming up in the next couple months. Then do you need a paper calendar? Do you need a digital calendar? Do you need, um, on my digital calendar, I have it all, um, like color-coded and I'm not y'all I'm not a techie person I'm not naturally like I'm not the girl with the journal with the color pencils like literally my desk right now if you could see it it's like papers and stacks and scribble scrabble but I found that when I take the time and I created this calendar and I took the time and I color-coded that my workouts are green my clients are purple my kids stuff is like a, it's actually like a dark, dark green where my workouts are light green. I've got some stuff in like when it was basketball season, I made it orange. Um, now I think it's blue for these orchestra concerts, things like that. So anyway, make it work for you. And I actually have a task section in there where I can just click tasks. And when I think of something like today, I thought of like, oh, I got to go get my key fob fix for my car. So I just stuck it in a task real quick. And I was like, oh, I got to go by UPS and get two stamps. Or I got to fax this thing. Like, that's the stuff that will take us out, mamas, women. Y'all, y'all know what I'm saying. That will take us down and we'll get overwhelmed. And it's really simply like us pausing in the moment and going, oh, this is something I do not want to forget, but I don't need it floating around in my brain all day because when I do that, I'm holding on to it. So that's taking up brain space. It's taking up energy. And then what happens when your kid gets in the car or you have a conversation later and they want to talk to you? You're so busy holding on to this piece of information that you're not being present. 
and you're not listening to them and hearing them and being able to be a safe space for them. And whether you know it or not, that this is happening or whether they can consciously say it, they feel it. They know when we're fully with them and they know when we're fully not. They, they know it. And do not let yourself pretend that they don't. When we're distracted on our phones, when we're, you know, looking somewhere else or where, I mean, they can really feel it. The energy can feel it. Don't you know when you've been with a peer or an adult, you can tell whether they're listening or not. Same thing, but it's even worse with our children because they have a different energetic connection with us. So ask yourself too, like, what are you trying to control? That's my biggest thing. Like, I was trying to control and I realized I can't control other people. I can't control the weather. I can't control. There's so much more that I can't control than when I can. So I decided like, okay, I can control what I allow to stay in my mind and how I think about it. So I'm going to write it down. So I'm going to put it in the calendar. And then I just asked myself like, okay, whoa, what am I missing out on right now? Because what I've noticed, and if you will practice this, I guarantee you, you will notice time feels like because we're just like oh my gosh time flies time flies I feel like when we get this thing right here time truly slows down because when we're present like really really there in our bodies experiencing this moment right now without the future thinking it is it's amazing I actually did this this morning with a, a new friend of mine we're beginning to connect here locally we went and had coffee together and I just really kept, you know, really put myself in the place of listening and being present. And we had a, like an hour coffee date that felt like forever the way we opened up and it was so authentic and building trust with each other. It was beautiful. And I loved connecting with her. And it's because I was intentional about not worrying about what was on my phone. And I knew another thing is, is I planned this time block ahead of time. I'm meeting with my friend this period of time. So I had the space to do it. I'm not trying to like double book or rush myself, things like that. So that's a huge part of this too, really managing your life in a way that when you carve out this time with the people that you love, you're truly carving out this time. Now, let me just hit on this real quickly. What about if you're not necessarily future thinking? What if you're thinking about the past a lot? Because a lot of people do that too. Like, oh, I can't believe I said that thing to my boss or that thing to my husband or I can't believe I treated him. Oh, I could have done this and I could have done that. And you're walking in more of this weight of this guilt or maybe the shame. That's doing the same thing because you're still not able to be present. And then when you are, there's a little bit more guilt involved, right? Because you're like, should I really be enjoying this moment? Um, I, you know, who am I? Why am I even like, I'm not worth this. So that's a whole nother bucket of issues that we can have when we're over thinking about the past and being weighed down. Like I feel like when I say the past, I'm like reaching back behind me and there's like this weight that I feel like I'm having to drag. And if I'm taking that with me throughout my life and inside my relationships and spending time with my children, once again, I'm not fully present in my body because I'm too worried about, dang, this daggum weight I'm carrying. This is heavy. And I can't show up with authenticity and, and vulnerability because what if you see? Because I'm over here worried about this, this thing that happened 10 years ago, right? So I want you to realize that inside of this conversation, 
that if this is what's been happening, understand that it is a beautiful thing to plan. Like I love it. I love to look at my calendar. I love to kind of know what's coming. But if these thoughts are, are pulling you into the future and they're not serving you, because it's great to be a planner and be structured and organized. And there's times where you need to time block that in. We're like, all right, there's a lot of like thought work I need to do to here. We got to plan. If you're about to come up on, you're selling your house or you do have a graduation, you got to send out announcements. I'm not saying that we just don't like block out time to take action. What I'm saying is we, we got to be intentional. And we got to create space for that because I'm not trying to multitask something like that and listen to my kids. I think that's the the thing too. Like, how are you blocking this out in your life to where you're not just, I just see us swirling in this overwhelm. And, And then we start to believe this lie that says, I have to be this for everyone. And I have to do this and I have to do that. And I have to control this. And you may not even realize that's what's happening, but that's what you're saying to yourself. Because the pressure's there. So then what we do, what I did, I just drank because I couldn't handle it anymore. Like I didn't have the capacity. Like I can just, I feel myself just like, uh, just tensing up, gripping my, my teeth, my jaws, my hands, like squinching my shoulders up because I'm just like, I just, I just can't do this. Like it won't, I can't shut it down. Like, you know, and I thought, well, it will help. Well, it didn't. I just chose to numb it out for the time being. It was there the next day, and a lot of times it came leaking out when I was drinking, right? We start to lose our, um, you know, our inhibitions and things like that. We start crying and saying things that are leak. I say we get leaky. Our eyes get all leaky, right? And and then it's really not honest or off- authentic because we've got it buffered with wine or some sort of alcohol, okay? So I thought that that's what was, you know, the thing to do. But here's here's the thing. Here's where I'm at now. And I want to give you hope, okay? You can start with this process. Look at where you are today. What are some areas where you can be really present? Who do you want to connect with? How do you want to connect? Get back in your body. Brain dump this information out. Get a little bit more organized. Start with a week at a time. I live week to week, really. Like that's when I sit down on Sundays and look, really look at my calendar And I have a calendar because I got three children and I have a job and I have a podcast and I have a coaching business and I have friends that I love to hang out with and I like to go get my pedicures and, you know, like, so I do plan, but I don't keep all that in my head. So what has happened for me is through the practices that I create daily the things that I teach you to do inside of coaching, the things that I work on, these daily rituals, these daily ways of basically creating more capacity in my life so that I can handle more, but also the awareness that I realize that I'm doing this. And I realize, oh, Michelle, you are, girl, you are overthinking, you're ruminating, you're you're trying to control what's coming up in June, sweetie. <laughs> and so I sit with myself and go, okay, how do I calm my, my nervous system down? Whether it's, you know, working out, taking deep breaths, you know, just really stopping. A lot of this is not this huge, like magical thing. It's just this daily process of checking in with me, really listening to my thoughts, breathing, um, exercise, proper sleep, like some of that fundamental work. But then I can just sit with myself and say, okay, Michelle, 
All right. I get that this is coming up. Let's add it to the calendar. Let's add it to the task list. How can I be here with my family? I really want to connect with them. I really want to connect with this friend at coffee. Like how can I create my day and create my life in such a way that I have the capacity to do this? And I also know when it's time to slow down. I know when I have to tell people no, like, no, I, I can't follow up on that email because I'm dead and I'm tired and my brain's checked out. I'll deal with that tomorrow. I'll write a sticky note, of course, because I, I want to remember it tomorrow. But that's another way of getting it out of my head. I don't want to go to bed. Like, do you go to bed with all this stuff? Literally get you a, a, a binder or some sketch pad and like dump it out before you go to bed. I guarantee you'll, you'll begin to sleep better when you allow yourself to get that out of thinking. Because then when it's written down, you're, even your, um, your subconscious goes, okay, we're good. She's got it written down. So I don't have to hang on to this anymore. Because our brain is designed to help us, right? So... I hope this helps. I hope this encourages you. I hope you realize that like, yes, we do this. I still do this. I just have gotten to the place where I don't need to cope and I don't need to reach for something to like shut my brain off anymore because I've expanded the capacity because I've done the work. Okay. So the boot camp is coming up. It's still a boot camp, but it's more of like get control of your drinking. It's coming up in June, but I also have two spots available left. If you're ready to start with me on one-on-one -on -one coaching and you want to go dive a little deeper and really get control of not only whether it's your drinking, your overthinking, your over overwhelming anxiety. If you're really struggling in your relationship, like, oh man, we can go to beautiful places here and I can help you really have that support that you need. I've got a couple of spots left that we can start in May. Okay. So how do you do that? Email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. Otherwise have a beautiful, beautiful week. And until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.